and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I'm your host, LDG, and today we have a very special episode. ESPN announced yesterday the top 50 women's players in the world today from their last ranking, which occurred around now last season. Now, this, in my opinion, isn't a great example because... The NWSL is still in the middle of their season. They just started it in March, whereas the European teams have finished their season, so they have a little bit of an advantage in this list. But let's get right into it. As a reminder, you can get involved in one of these episodes if you leave a five-star review down below on Apple Podcasts with a question that is related to women's soccer in one of our future Q&A episodes. Come on, people, let's get some more comments. Okay, let's get into it. So today's episode, as you can tell from the title, is just going to be between 50 and 26, okay? So just going to be the top like um so they did they did like a sliding scale from it was like a countdown from 50 to 1. So I'm going to do 50 to 26 in today's episode. So yeah. Here are the people that were in the voting panel. U.S. Women's National Team former captain, Julie Foundy. U.S. Women's National Team manager, Blacko and Devinovsky. Netherlands Women's National Team manager, Mark Parsons. NJNY Gotham FC general manager, Yale Averbush. Director of Women's Football for Swiss Federation, Tanja Hananye. Former Republic of Ireland goalkeeper, Emma Byrne. Former Australian international, Alisa Ferguson. Former member of the FIFA Council, Moida Dodd. Orlando Pride Manager, Amanda Cronwell. Voted before she was placed on administrative leave by the club. ESPN Editor, Caitlin Murray. ESPN Commentator, Sebastian Salazar. Another ESPN Commentator in Christina Alexander. ESPN Contributor, Jeff Kozlov, ESPN editor Lindsay Deplis, ESPN contributor Sophie Lawson, BBC journalists Joe Curry, Telegraph journalist Tom Gary, ESPN contributor Mar- Marissa Lordniak, Australian Associative Press journalist Anna Harrington, Beyond 90 co founder Cheryl Doyens, ESPN contributor Cesar Hernandez, Mexican soccer show podcast host Amelia Lopez, Global Esporte producer Cinta Barlam, and women's football journalist Roman Balad. So how it worked is that they did a top 50 vote. Everyone put their ballots in of who was top 50. And yeah, so I'm going to be, this is again from ESPN. And so the data I'm going to show you is the player, their country, their club, their age, their position, and if they were involved in the 2020 run rankings. And then I'll read um, what they wrote, what ESPN wrote, the, the journalist of ESPN wrote. And yeah, so let's get in to number 50. Number 50 is Jill Roard, who is the Wolfsburg midfielder who represents the Netherlands. She's 25 years old and she is a midfielder. She was not ranked last year. After two years, Roard returned to German pitches and there is nothing the midfielder could have done better. Wolfsburg's style, the role she fits into, and how often she can be in front of goal makes Roard the perfect attacking midfielder. She has become a player who can score in in the biggest matches 
and with the flexibility of playing anywhere in the midfielder attack, and she is not afraid to, of the pressure to score in front of 90,000 spectators at Camp Nou. Scores girl. Yeah, I agree with that. Joe Roard was sublime for Wolfsburg this year. Wolfsburg had a good league campaign. I don't think it was their best one they have ever had. I think they've had more dominant seasons in the Pernilla Harder era, but I do think that in the Champions League, they were sublime. They got through Arsenal, who are a very talented side, the English side, um, but I do think in camp, in the um, semifinals against Barcelona, Wolfsburg just lacked the quality. I think their technicality is very good, and Jill Roard is a sublime player. She took that Wolfsburg team from being in a very big rebuild and a place of havoc to be being a top team in Europe. So, I must say, although I am not, uh, although I wish there was more NWSL representatives on this list, I do think that Jill Roard does deserve to be one of those international players on the list. Okay, number 49, getting some NWSL pride, Christine Sinclair, um, the Canadian international, plays her club football for the Portland Thorns. The forward is 39 years old, and again, in 2021, was not ranked. Sinclair led Canada to a shiny gold medal in the Tokyo Olympics last summer. She more recently scored her 189th goal for Canada in her 310th appearance. The 39-year-old forward also reached 150 games in her NWSL career, wearing the Portland-born shirt with pride. Christina Alexander. Yeah, I do agree with this. I think that Sinclair probably should have been on this list in 2021. Although, however, I don't think that the... To defend ESPN, I'm not sure if the Olympics had occurred yet, but I think she was an amazing player at the Olympics for Canada. She might have not have gotten the goals that you're used to, but she, her leadership was kind of a driving force for Canada. And she has kind of had the support of, you know, a Sophia Smith, a Morgan Weaver, a Janine Becky in the attack at her club, but she is still a brilliant individual player. She has gotten older and she has slowed down a little bit, so I do think 49 is a fair rating, but I do think all time, I mean, she has the most goals internationally, male or female, with, again, 189 goals, so... Kudos to Christine Sinclair. Great career. Who knows when she will retire, but I think she can continue playing for as long as she'd like. Number 48 is Australian um, forward and and Australian and Arsenal forward, Caitlin Ford. The 27-year-old was not ranked in 2021. However, I do think that she should have gotten ranked this year. I think that was a good call from ESPN. Ford's second half of the season for Arsenal was nothing short of excellent. While her production was down on last season's efforts, her influence was undeniable. There were moving parts around her up front for the Gunners, but Ford was a constant presence and threat. With four goals and three assists from 16 appearances, the Matildas forward made sure she couldn't be ignored. While her work at national team level sometimes gets overshadowed by Sam Kerr, Ford is an integral attacking option in her own right. Marissa Lordianke. Yeah, I do agree with that. I'm sorry for the noise. There is some drilling going on upstairs. But um, I do agree with this pick. 
Caitlin Ford was just sublime in the second half of the season for Arsenal. Although Arsenal did fail to win that Women's Super League title, they were a very powerful force throughout the season. And many times the season, you could have argued that they should have won that, that they were going to win that title. But Chelsea was just a little notch ahead. But anyway, Arsenal, Caitlin Ford is a wonderful player, so technical. I do agree with Marissa when she says that she is overshadowed by Sam Kerr at the international level. But she is a very technical player. She reminds me a bit of a Megan Rapinoe, someone that can drive the game forward on the wing and maybe sometimes isn't, you know, necessarily the hero of the game that everyone's thinking of, but she just does that dirty work that everyone appreciates on the field. And for Sam Kerr, having a winger like Caitlin Ford for Australia is amazing and Caitlin Ford obviously does have two of the best strikers in the world on her team she has Sam Kerr for Australia and Viviana Miedema for Arsenal but she gets her own goals as well she was a very good player for um, Arsenal when they played her and I think when they got to the end of the season they realized oh dang it we need to play Caitlin Ford more okay let's move on to another Arsenal player at 47 the English and Arsenal defender Leah Williamson who is now the England captain she's 25 years old and was not ranked in 2021 to be Williamson in this moment is to carry a heavy burden after a stellar season for Arsenal she will succeed the indomitable Steph Houghton as England captain for this summer's Euros it's a task she has welcomed the highlight of her career a versatile player she primarily plays defense for Arsenal but commands the team field as the defensive midfielder for England. She is poised to showcase capabilities as a player and a leader at the international stage this summer. Connor O'Halloran. Yeah, Leah Leah Williamson is just one of those players that is so hard to break down. If you're an attacker on an opposition, she just controls the ball so well and her touches almost stick to her foot. She has a great long field vision. She always plays perfect passes into the forwards of Arsenal and the forwards of England, you know, having it does help on England having a player as quality that has the quality of Ellen White and on Arsenal having a player again with the quality of Viviana Miedema, but she really does stuff for she does it all herself, you know? In the defensive midfield role of England, she really sits back in that position that has been, you know, kind of controlled by Jill Scott throughout the last era of England women's football. But she has kind of taken over, only 25 years old, very promising future for the twenty for the English now captain. Okay, let's move on to 46th position, which is now we're going back to the Bundesliga with Lea Schuler, the German and Bayern Munich forward, is 24 years old, and again, another player that wasn't ranked. She is the, every single player we've had so far was not ranked in 2021, which shows how, you know, crazy 2021 was. Obviously, coming back from COVID, seasons were a little bit different, you know, with the Cups finals having to be played. It was just not a normal season. So I think everyone's excited. And I could, I think a lot of people, football fans would agree with this. You know, the NWSL, they're having a, you know, a normal season again this year with last season being, you know, a more having to be more cautious due to COVID, you know, with the Challenge Cup only having minimal fans. But And next season for the international squads and you especially in Europe I could definitely see more of a normal season you know last year in the England for example the FA Cup final couldn't be played last year so there was two FA Cup finals this year one from last year and one from this year 
But let's go on to Leyer Schuler anyway. Schuler is the reigning German player of the year and one of the talents that they'll hope will end their big tournament bad luck streak at this summer's European Championship. In 2021, she scored a quarter of all of all of Germany's goals. The Bayern Munich striker also topped the Frauen Bundesliga scoring charts with 16 goals. Kathleen McNamee. Yeah, Leah Schuler is one of those players that can really get in behind and I think is at the Women's World Cup in 2019 wasn't necessarily a starter and I think she should have gotten more playing time, you know. In that game against South Africa, I think that it was good that they subbed her on, but I think she could have played in more different games. You know, obviously, Germany got knocked out by perennial power Sweden, but I think that that is the main reason. I mean, Alexandra Pop is on this roster. She was a very big player for Wolfsburg, but I think Leah Schuler has to take that starting striker spot for the Women's Euros, which, speaking of, we are going to do a Women's Euros preview episode along with all the tournaments going on this summer. So look out for those. Okay, moving on to 45th, which is another Wolfsburg player, Tabia Wasmuth. The German and Wolfsburg forward was also 25, and again, not ranked in 2021. An accomplished goal scorer with Hoffenheim, before making the switch to Wolfsburg ahead of the season, Wasmuth got the chance to impress in the Women's Champions League in the 2021-22 campaign. Needing a little extra time to settle into the new, new look Wolfsburg team, she found her early her best early form in European competition, where she tallied 12, 10 goals across 11 matches, seven which have which came against England opposition. With a blistering turn of pace, Wasmith has rounded out her game since moving to the to lower Saxony, but stands out for her goals. Her 13 for the She-Wolves in the Fram Bundesliga season was the second best, tied with Selena Cersei in the league, Sophie Lawson. Yeah, Tab... Tabia Wasmith is a clearly a very, I would say, pacey forward she is so quick, as Miss Lawson cl- talked about here. She just has the ability to get in behind, and I think was a great target player for a player like Jill Rohr to look f- for when she wasn't going to shoot. And she was very good with Hoffenheim last year in the Champions League, you know, doing very good against Arsenal in that group. But I think that here with Wolfsburg, with the She-Wolves, she did. She just kind of broke the numbers that she had last year, and by milestones, like she was just getting in behind, getting shots on target, and scoring. She just has the blistering pace to get behind the opposition. And with a player like Alexandra Pop, not necessarily being putting up the numbers that she usually puts up, I think um, Wasmuff really filled that void that may have been missing. Okay, moving on to forty-four, which is. Another NWSL player, the Welsh and OL Reign midfielder Jess Fishlock, is 35 years old. And again, I, I can't believe how many players here were not ranked in last year. Kind of surprises me, but yeah, let's continue. Fishlock continued to show the class and tendency that has made her a fan favorite for years, the kind of player you'd love to have on your team. But the magic of Fishlock isn't solely her audacious long-range shots and ability to hit the ball on a dime. It's a dogginess and work rate. In what was a strong NWSL campaign, her 2021 MVP award was a testament to her work in the season, as well as a nod to her nearly 10 years of highlights. Marissa, Lord, okay. I agree with everything that they said, but I think Fishlock should have been ranked higher. She was amazing last year in the NWSL, and she kind of 
The Rain were in last place at the beginning of last season, and they got all the way back up to second. And most of it was due to just this walk, while players such as Megan Rapino and Rose Lavelle were away for the Euros. I think that she was a very big part of that team. Which, again, I think that this list of 50 players is a little short. There's so much quality now. I think in the past, 50 players might have been more suitable with, you know, a, a like, a drop-off in talent, but now there's so much quality. I can think of hundreds of players that deserve to be on this list, so I think 100 players might have been better. But, uh, yeah, I think Fishlock, agree with everything they said, should have been higher. Finally, okay, at 43, we have our first player who was ranked last year, Assisi Oshawela. The Nigerian and Barcelona forward, age 27, was a great player this year for Barca. She was injured for most of the season, though. I mean, she is a... Last season, she had 20 goals, um, and she's, like, four-time African Women's Player of the Year. She was out two months last year, and she still was the top scorer in Spain, so she's a very good player. I don't really know if she should be on this list, though, just because, you know, she was injured, and she didn't really get the appearances in. But anyway, let's hear what ESPN have to say. Ashoela is regarded as one of Africa's finest players because of her speed, strength on the ball, and prolific scoring rate. A four-time African Women's Player of the Year, she was the leading scorer in Spain's top flight this past season with 20 goals, despite spending two months out of injury, and led Barcelona to yet another domestic double. Nigeria's Super Falcons have a lean pack as far as fixtures go this past year, but Ashoela has managed four international goals and will aim to add more at, at the Africa Women's Cup of Nations. Lindsay de Pleas. Ashawela, again, great player, and she obviously put up the numbers. I just don't really know if 43 is right, considering that other players had many more appearances. I could see her being in that 50 spot, but I think someone like a Fishlock or a Roard or even a Williams, even like a Williamson and a Schuler, a lot of these players behind her. Although they might have not have put up as many numbers, individually they played better. Here's the thing. I think that Barcelona gets a lot of players on this list, understandably, because they have such a stacked team with so many great players. However, I think if you're looking at individual talents, the goals that were scored, Assisi Oshuela is on this list. I'm not debating that. I just think that other people maybe did a little bit more individually this past year. I think overall, yes, she's definitely a top 45 player in the world that is playing right now in her with her form. But just with injuries and the amount that she did for Barcelona, I just don't think it puts her at 43. I could see her being like 47, 48 though. But again, not really a big push down. I just think, you know, maybe there were some players that played, got more appearances in, but yeah. Okay, moving on to 42, the Scottish midfielder, Caroline Weir. Okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room here. She was Man City's arguably most creative player, and Man City have lost so many players this offseason. I mean, I could go on and on. Georgia Stanway, Lucy Bronze, Caroline Weir, Jill Scott. Like, there's so many um, that you could go on about. But, yeah, she was ranked 25 last year in the ranking. She dropped 17 places, 26 years old, midfielder. I'm noticing a trend here. A lot of the players picked are younger, which I think is good for the future. But I think that there's a lot of older American players in the NWSL that could have got picked on the squad that didn't. Like uh, Kelly O'Hara had a very good season for the Spirit last year. 
Um, she should, in my opinion, should have been picked. I think, yeah, I, I, I've read this list. I've skimmed it. I'm not going to act like I don't know who's coming up, but I don't really remember everyone, obviously. I just did a little quick skim before recording, but let's read about Caroline Weir. After four glittering years at Manchester City, during which she was twice nominated for the FIFA Puskas Award, the Scotland International is a free agent. The Telegraph reported last month that she is set to join Spanish giants Real Madrid. Which, whichever club she signs for will be getting one of the most entertaining players in world football, someone who can fire a strike from long range just as easily as she can deliver a delicate chip, chip shot. Connor O'Halloran. Yeah, she is one of those players that honestly is just so special. I can't even mention how she can just do whatever she wants almost, and no one really even cares. She just does whatever she wants, and she just gets in behind. So yeah, let's move on. Delphine Cascarino at 41, the French and Olympic Lyonnais midfielder, dropped 20 rankings. The 25-year-old, let's see what they have to say about this. Cascarino has dropped 20 places from last year's rankings, but that is possibly more of a representation of how good she was in 2020 than a comment on her performances this year. She was the fastest player on record in the Champions League, and it was her attacks from down the wings that gave players like Ada Hegeberg, Katarina Macario, and Melvin Millard the service they needed to shine. Her dribbling is second to none, as is her decision-making. In this spring's UWCL final, she was explosive in the counterattack against Barcelona, who had little response to her speed. She deserved a goal from her tight effort after the 50th minute mark for the shift she put in. Kathleen McNamee. Yeah, Pascarino is one of those players that, I mean, as an, Amer- as an American, U.S. Southern fan, I remember in that World Cup game, a lot of us, a lot of us were wondering how would Crystal Dawn on that left side or her on that right side. She's very free roaming. Cascarino deal with the pace of Cascarino because she's so quick. And obviously, during that World Cup, she was 21, 22, 23, so she was much younger. We didn't really know as much about her then. But obviously, she's developed as a wonderful world-class player on Olympic Lyonnais. Nothing I could really say to um, make a criticism of this ranking. She is just one of those players that I am in. When you watch her, you can just be in awe. Barbara Bonasea is at 40. The Juventus, an Italian forward, dropped 10 places. I mean... She wasn't ranked last year, actually, but I think that last year she had a good year. I don't think she had a great year, but I think she could have been ranked in the middle last year of this list. I don't know. I don't really see how she should be on this list for Juventus, because when you think about it, they had a more of a team mentality. And again, this list, honestly, I think is, is should be more player-based on the individual player, not just their stats but also doing what they affect on the game as a person as a person there's 12 players in the field right like some of the goals for some of these players i'm not saying Gabriel on the side didn't deserve some of the goals she is an amazing player and i think she should be ranked 40 but like i'm just criticizing why wasn't she ranked last year i think she's one of the most technical players and even though she doesn't always put up the stats that necessarily a top 50 player would she gives other players the opportunity to get in behind and that's why again i've my least favorite part about this, I love that ESPN is doing this for women's football, is that one, there's not enough players on the list to show the full story of the year, and two, I want them to be a little more focused on the player and what they affect the game, not just the numbers. I want to show like a little more time into it. But anyway, let's go. 
Let's go read her bio. Despite her lengthy injury history, she is still ranked third in all-time appearances for Juventus, her commitment to the club earning her a new contract in May. She was also inducted into Italy's Football Hall of Fame at the end of this season for her pioneering role leading women's football in the country. Yeah, Barbara Bonasea and Christiana, and Christine Girelli, excuse me, are both veterans that led that Italian team to their first Women's World Cup qualification in over 20 years in the 2019 Women's World Cup. They got knocked out by the Netherlands, but clearly for their first appearance in the World Cup in such a long time. I'm ex- That was great performances. I'm excited to see them in the Euros. Sarah Daubert at 39. You know, she's the German midfielder just transferred across France from Paris to Olympique Lyonnais. The 27 midfielder was 27-year-old midfielder was not ranked in 2021. Daberts will play for European champions Olympic Lyonnais next season after moving from Paris Saint-Germain, where she played since 2019. With PSG this past season, she won the Coupe de France Féminine and finished runners-up to Lyonnais for the league title. She scored eight league goals with nine assists. While in the Champions League, she bagged a goal and four assists as PSG fell to her new club in the semifinals. With only three international appearances in 2022, Dabrowitz will hope to impress for the Nashulif at the Women's Euros. Lindsay Dupris. Yeah, I'm interested to see why she made that Women's Euros squad. She didn't really... She was an influential player for PSG, but I feel like a player like Sandy Baltimore and... um would deserve the spot a little bit more. Uh, who knows if she's ahead. I'm not saying that Dabbert shouldn't be on here. I'm just saying the work rate that Sandy Baltimore puts in every single game on that left side is so dominant. And Marianne Ketoto, I would be shocked if she wasn't on this list, is another player that on PSG that definitely deserves to be here. Okay, let's move on to number 38. At 38, we have England and Chelsea center half, Millie Bright. The 28-year-old, again, was not ranked in 2021. After Magdalena Eriksson suffered an ankle injury in December, Chelsea had to figure out who would help fill the gap vacated by their stalwart Swedish captain. Who was going to lead this dynasty in the interim? Well, it was Bright who stepped forward, guiding Chelsea to an impressive winning streak and a third consecutive WSL title. Her presence in defense is intimidating and, invalu- and invaluable, and her experience at one of the game's biggest clubs will continue to settle the English nerves as they bid to deliver on lofty expectations this summer. Connor O'Halloran. Yeah, Millie Bright is a really good player. Also, if you are interested in women's football, a great documentary that came out from Daz is um, it's called One Team, One Dream about Chelsea. Millie Bright's involved in that, just saying. But yeah, um... Millie Bright's a good player. She's very te- technical and talented. She's always been one of England's best center halves, which is why she's always been like so influential on Chelsea. You know, having England center half is not like a starter for England is not something that every women's super league club could say, and not any club can say that they have a starter for like uh, one of the best national teams in the world in England. But um. Yeah, I think that Millie Bright's a very good player, and she deserves... I'm happy that they, the ESPN did give defenders, uh, you know, space on this list. Some lists are more attacking-focused, which is okay, but I think that defenders deserve recognition as well. Okay, moving on to another American who I'm interested to see on this list, Samantha Mewis. She's the, Uni- the United States and Kansas City current 20, mid- 29-year-old midfielder. was ranked one last year. 
and she hasn't really played this year. So, I mean, I feel like if this is a list on 2022, I don't really understand the thought process. Obviously, she would be here if you're talking about, in retrospect, about, like, who's not injured, but we're talking about performances here. And I'm a little interested to see why saying that skill-wise, she doesn't deserve to be on this list. I'm just saying that, you know, as I said, she hasn't played that much this year, so I would give that spot to someone like a Rose Lavelle over her. Although, if Rose Lavelle's down here, then great. Okay. Let's continue. Going from number one to tw in 2021 to number 37 is a considerable drop, but it can be largely explained by injury. Mewis went under underwent knee surgery last August and was meant to just to miss just eight, six to eight weeks. But 29-year-old will miss the CONCACAF W Championship while she continues her recovery. She has just played 135 minutes since her operation 10 months ago. When she returns to full fitness, though, her extensive experience, 92 games in the NWSL and 21 goals, will go a long way to lifting the current from their position near the bottom of the table. Christina Alexander. Again, agree that, that statement. She's one of the best players, but midfielders in the world. That's crew. But, like, she hasn't played the this this year. You, do you know what I mean? Like, she hasn't really played. She didn't play. So, like, if this is 2020 a two list, then I don't really get it. Okay, number number 26 is very confusing for me. Alex Morgan, the American international who plays for San Diego. She, she's 32 years old, was forward. Why is she at 36? She should be top 10, minimum. She is, one of, in my opinion, the best forward in the world right now. I'm not just, like, someone that's basing this on popularity. She has the best form right now. She scored 15 goals in 16 games. Like, is that statistic enough for you? And this season, in the regular season, she scored 11 goals in 10 games. That is the best in this league and arguably the best ratio of goals to games in the world, male or female. So let's see what Christina Alexander has to say. There is always a lot to say about the U.S. women's national team co-captain. Morgan returned to the West Coast to join the newest NWSL franchise, the San Diego Wave, has been killing it ever since. Scoring 15 goals in 16 games suggests that the 32-year-old is feeling at home with her California crew. She also secured a spot in the national team to pursue yet another World Cup and Olympic bid in the CONCACAF W Championship this summer. Christina Alexander. I agree about all that. But, like, those stats make it seem like she should be six. Not 36. Like, I don't really get that perspective. I don't know if it's that, like, that other players are doing, helping her in that. But, like, that's the same with everyone here. She, the way, she's been leading the wave to first place in this regular season. Like, are they fall? Are the people writing this following the NWSL? She's the best player in the world right now, in my opinion, at least. Look at the numbers she's putting up. She's playing some of the best defenses in the world. The NWSL is the most level-playing league in the world. I think we can all agree with that. With the salary cap and regulations, every team is pretty similar in skill. Not identical, but every single week she's getting a tough defense. It's not like, for example, in England or internationally where you have amazing teams that could probably beat NWSL teams, but also much weaker teams at the bottom of the table. So let's continue to 35. Katiotu Diani, the French and Paris Saint-Germain 
forward is 27 years old and went one spot up as she was 36 last year. An unpredictable attacker who refuses to be pushed off by the ball, Caddy Diane for, forms a trio, a third of PSG's formidable attack with Maria Netskototo and Sandy Baltimore, the 27-year-old usually found on the right side of the front three. With speed to burn, Diani's agility separates her her from the others in her position. Ashley happily weaves uh, weaves around other defenders, turning them inside out without relentlessing the ball. <laughs> or as teammate Sakina Karowski says, she is sturdy. A regular for Corinne Diox, French France, Diane remains one of the most creative outlets in the team. Not quite scoring well with the same regularity for the national team as her club team, but she is sure to light to delight at the Euros. Sophie Lawson. Yeah, she's one of those players on the wing. It's just so dangerous and also love how she rocks awesome hairstyles. Different one every game usually. She's been rocking the bluish purple hair beads love them but anyway point being to her play she's just so quick she gets down the wing and she's so technical on the ball she can have she can bust out a bunch of different skill moves if for those fifa players out there she's just one of those players that you are craving in your team but yeah she's just so technically sound great player Okay, continuing on to 34, which is going to England, the Canadian and Chelsea midfielder, Jesse Fleming. The 24-year-old was not ranked in 2021. A midfielder with the instinctives of an attacker, Fleming's adaptability is just one of the strings on her accomplished bet. With another WSL title and two FA Cups in the locker for the league season, Fleming also demonstrated her importance for Canada at last summer's Tokyo Olympics. The team's perennial number 17 was on hand to convert penalties in both the semi and semifinal and final in Japan. Her calmness under intense pressure, a marker of her game. The studious player and natural leader on the pitch, Sophie Lawson. Jesse Fleming is one of my favorite midfielders in the world. I think she's just so quick, even though she's one of the shorter players. On the pitch, she's not necessarily a super tall midfielder like Samantha Muas. She can just get around so quickly, and she almost reminds me of Ji So Yan now that Ji So Yan is leaving Chelsea for Su Wan in Korea. I think that Jesse is going to have to take up a very big role for Chelsea, but I think she's definitely fit for it. Moving on to 33, back to America, back to the NWSL, I should say, with the. 33rd player, it's Trittany Robin. The Washington Spirit forward is 20 years old, and again, another player that was not ranked in 2021. After one full year as a professional, Rodman has proved to be one of the most exciting young prospects in the game anywhere. Her speed and intensity are immediately obvious, but she's at her best when she isn't predictable and just tries stuff. As a league leader in assists, she led the Washington Spirit to a championship last fall and was named the NWSL Rookie of the Year. The Spirit, such as such, locked her in with a four-year contract that made her the NWSL's highest-paid player, and she topped ESPN's rankings of U- top U21 prospects in the game. Her famous father, basketball Hall of Famer Dennis Rodman, still tends to get mentioned sign- alongside her, but these days it's only to point out that Trittany is cutting through the hype and making a name for herself. Kathleen Murray. 
yeah, I was very disappointed when she didn't get to play, and she had COVID in the game I went to against the Spirit, Gotham versus Spirit, but she is just, when you watch her on TV, you're just scared for the other team. Like, she just runs past everyone. She doesn't care if there's a defender right there. Like, she just dribbles right through them. It's like, kind of, it's, it almost, she's one of those players that is so crafty that she just does whatever she wants and she gets it done. Like, she doesn't even have to worry if, oh, is, um, someone there? Oh, it's okay. I'll just dribble right through you. She's just that good. I think if anyone that hasn't watched Rodman should watch her. She's, I think she's the next best thing for the women's national team. Moving on to our last seven players. We're going to stop at 26 for today. 25 through 20 for one is going to be my next episode coming out in a few days. Okay, so anyway, let's move back to the list. Number 32 and 31 are both Barcelona players. You have Fridolino Rolfo at 32, however. The Swede um, is a 28-year-old defender for Barcelona, but she can also go up the wing. When Barca signed Rolfo from Wolfsburg, few expected to see her at a left-back in a Champions League final. Perhaps it's distinct genius to call her a left-back, given she managed 12 goals and 17 assists across the league and Champions League. But that is where she appears on the team sheet in Jonte Gilaudet's 4-3-3 formation. It has added another dimension to Barca's game to have the speed international surging up down the wing, allowing the forward ahead of her to occupy the half space inside and creating all sorts of problems for opponents. She has proved one of the signings of the season, Sam Martian. Yeah, I mean, there's, again, so many of these players I agree with. These ratings, I do, again, I don't really have problems with the ratings because there's so many world-class players that you can honestly throw anyone a lot of people in here and I'd be like yeah yeah nodding she's a really good player for she was on that Swedish team that made it to the um gold medal game they lost on penalties with um Julia Grasso putting in the winning penalty the Juventus player but Fridolino is a very talented player. Expect to see her go places. Only 28 years old. She's still got a good length of her career to go. 31 is um, English and and Barcelona's new signing. The defender Lucy Bronze was ranked 5 last year, but dropped all the way to 31. This ranking almost seems harsh. There is a reason Barca signed Bronze. The 2020 FIFA The Best award winner her pedigree is unrivaled in the england english game and her drop in her rankings from 55 to 31 can be explained by her lack of football in the first half of the last season as she recovered from a fifth career knee operation expect her expected back at euro 2022 and with her camp new awaiting her arrival She's got every chance of returning to her former glory in 2023. Connor O'Halloran. I think this, I agree with what he said at the beginning. This rating's a little harsh. She's, in my opinion, the best right back in the world. So skillful, so quick. She can do whatever she wants, honestly. It's like she runs the whole game for Man City. And I'm excited to see what she does at Barcelona, placing some of the likes of Ohabi, Leila Ohabi, but perhaps on the other side. Going back to England... The Scottish midfielder who was owned by Arsenal on loan with Awell Rain right now, Kim Little. The 31-year-old was 39 last year and moved, moved up three nine spots this year. Little's recent loan move from Arsenal to NWSL side Awell Rain will reunite her with 
her former Seattle club, and Rain fans hope she will bring her WSL form with her. Having p- helped push Chelsea to the limit in the title race, they went down to the final day. Little, who retired from international football in 2021, was named in the PF. A WSL Team of the Year after her six goals for the Gunners during the league season. No one above her on the scoring charts had a better shot-to-goal conversion rate as she knitted 77% of her attempts. Lindsay Davis. Yeah, she's an amazing player, little, very technical, very quick. Again, another shorter player, but she just drives three players like she's 6'3 instead of like 5'3. A great player, again. You know, excited to see her with the OL Reign and the NWSL. Okay, only four people left in this part one. Number 29 is French and Olympic Lyonnais midfielder Amadine Henry. She dropped 13 spots from last year, having a ranked 19, but this year she's 29. The 32 French midfielder, 32 year old French midfielder, I, in my opinion, will be very missed in for France in the Euros. The 20. 21-22 season will always be remembered for the incredible long-range goal Henri scored in the Champions League final to open the scoring for Lyonnais against Barcelona. It capped a season in which the 32-year-old got back to her best despite losing her place in the French squad. She showed she can clearly still deliver despite being ridden off by the likes of French manager Corinne Diac. Julian Lawrence. Yes, I'm a bit puzzled that her Henri is not on this team. I think Julian Bibliet is a very good player. Bibliet, I mean Bibliet. Sorry, Bibliet is a very good player. I think that she is a good player that deserves to be on this team, but definitely not over Henri. Henri's goal in the Champions League final from like 35, 40 yards out was incredible. Hitting top, hitting top corner slash side netting. Not. I think it was top corner, but it also kind of braised the side dating. But continuing to the Canadian and Paris Saint-Germain right back, Ashley Lawrence, who finds herself at 28, which is an improvement from 2021 as she wasn't ranked. The 27-year-old right back has had a great year after winning the gold medal and, you know, getting some silverware of Paris Saint-Germain. Six years of PSG, mounting with a powerful Canadian national team, Lawrence's brilliant career speaks for itself. The fullback is a consistent starter in Paris, where she won the French Cup for the second time in her career. The 27-year-old has been critical to the Capitals club, valiant efforts to reel in Lyon in the league, winning the 2020-21 title and securing runner-up finish a runner-up finish this season. Christina Alexander, yeah, another good right back. She rivals with. Ellie Carpenter, who hint hint is coming up next, but as the best right back in the French league. But I think that yeah, she's a very good player. Won a gold medal of Canada. You know, I'm excited to see her continue growing in her career alongside PSG. As I said, when, from my hint, Ellie Carpenter, the Australian and Olympic Lyonnais right back, is the um. 27th ranked player again another player who wasn't ranked last year the 22 year old is clearly a very promising player that we'll be seeing for many many years to come if sam kerr's is the if sam kerr is the first name on any australian team sheet carpenters is the second the 22 year old has proven to be invaluable and irreplaceable though leon and the matildas will be hoping she isn't in 
irreplaceable after the fullback suffered an ACL injury in the Women's Champions League final. Carpenter is the perfect architect of the modern fullback, lightning speed, defensive solitarity, and an insatisfable desire to attack. The two-time Women's Champions League winner will be looking to return to her best for the World Cup be on home soil in 2023. Marissa Lodiak. Yep, great player. Again, really essential Leonay success. She gets up the wing just like Baca and Baco does on the other side. I'm excited to see her this summer in the tour- in the tournament that Australia will be participating in in Oceania, which is going to be exciting for them to see how they can do, even though they don't have to qualify for the tournament. Number 26 is Canadian, which is our last um, ranking for today. Canadian and Chelsea center back, Kadisha Buchanan, the 26-year-old, moved up seven spots this year after being ranked 33 last year. An Olympic gold medal winner with country and a UEFA Women's Champions League winner with club, Buchanan's season can only really be summed up as golden. She played every second of Canada's historic gold medal run at Tokyo 2020, partnering Jelena Zizorski and Vanessa Giles in the heart of the defense. She was just as crucial crucial for Lyonnais as the powerhouse club returned to the summit of both French and European football. A good defender can't be understated, especially now when the focus is also on the midfield, Mastros, and goal tallies. And that's exactly what Buchanan is. Marissa Lordianc. Yeah, Buchanan was very essential in Olympic Lyonnais' quest to winning their another UEFA Women's Champions League another league title. And I'm excited to see what she does in London with Chelsea. So thank you so much for listening to part one of our, you know, we've done a few episodes where we look over, yes, we did one with the prospects as well, which is also an episode that I would heavily suggest. That episode, which was very fun to record, is episode 11, which is the future stars of women's soccer. That was another longer one. But yeah, this one was a good episode. Um... We're going to do another one with 25 to 21 coming out again in a few days. But thanks so much for listening and peace out from your host, LDG.